Inside the Cave now brings you the official store to get all things Cave Crush and Inside the Cave at CaveCrushShop.com. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Cave Crush and like our Facebook page, Cave Crush Shop. Inside the cave. You have some of the greatest questions and the greatest low blows I've ever heard. <laughs> Inside the cave. Let's go. We're on the number one show, Inside the Cave. Hey, welcome back to Inside the Cave. CaveCrushShop.com. I dare you. Go to CaveCrushShop.com and get all things inside the cave. And of course, Cave Crush. New tank tops for women and men. CaveCrushShop.com. The next guest we have, this is brought to you by Three Leaf Films. Go to Three Leaf Films on Instagram and get all your video promos and one minute video promos and video edits by Three Leaf Films. Proud sponsor of Inside the Cave podcast. I'm on the phone with a very funny guy. I gotta tell you, one thing I gotta start doing more of is my homework. And I tell you, every time, the one time I do my homework, I learn something. Slick Rick, a, a, a listener of Inside the Cave, says, CB, you got to do your homework before you do have guests on to do the show. And I'm glad I finally did some homework today. And this guy, our next guest, is funny as hell. I got so much to talk. We were talking before he came, before I introduced him on, and I uh, was ready to get right into it. Welcome to Inside the Cave, comedian Tyson Paul. I'm gonna just let everybody know beforehand. I paid him to say all that. Like, he took an EBT check. So, like, I mean, he ain't gonna get his money right away, but he's gonna get it. I guarantee he's gonna get his EBT too. Like, I mean, I told him to all that. It's not true. And they don't talk about that. I don't even do my homework. I barely pass, like, high school. Like, I was a. Uh, my mom always said, like, you're not special. You're just a kid that lost your helmet and never found it. So, I was like, okay. Like, it made me feel special about that. But, thanks for having me on, man. I'm yeah, I think me and you had the same mom, man, because I think my mom said something similar to me. Yeah, I got to check into oh, that. Probably. <laughs> hey, you know, now, before before I brought you on, I was asking you, did you want to be referred to as comedian? And uh, what I found out, like, some comedians, like, don't want that title. They'd they rather their name be on its own, you know what I mean? Like, we don't say comedian Chris Rock or comedian Dave Chappelle we just know him by Dave Chappelle or Chris Rock and because we know them we know that they're comedians so how do you feel about that uh that's kind of weird that's, that's kind of weird that you don't want to be referred to the craft like it's kind of disrespectful like to other comics that kind of like paved the way for you though mm-hmm. because I mean like when Chris Rock okay like how you say Chris Rock doesn't want to be referred to as comedian Chris Rock. No, I, I, I didn't I say he, he didn't. Really I'm just good. saying some comedians don't. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Some comedians like don't want to be, I don't want to be referred to as a comic. I'm just a real dude to tell jokes. Like, no, bro, you're a comedian. Like, no, <laughs> you're looking up in the dictionary, that's what you are. Right. Like, I don't go around tel
don't go around telling people because I'm black. But I don't go around telling people, like, no, nah, don't refer to me as black. Refer to me as a person. Like, the yeah. police would be like, yo, we got three black dudes in the car. Right. Um, exactly. And, and and one of them got warned. The other one probably got a gun that's unregistered and everything. So <laughs> I, just go with the, I just go with what the police like to find me at. Hey, like, that's Rick, pretty much what I'm, I do. Great point. And I just watched uh, one of your, <laughs> uh, I think it was last year's comedy special you were doing. And uh, you were talking mm-hmm. about uh, <laughs> your white friends, you know, or your white roommate. I think it was. You want to talk talk about that real quick? Your ra- well, I ain't gonna say he's racist, but you know, he says something that could be deterred oh, no, to no, you. No. Um, see, see, I think like, in California, because uh, in California, like black people in California are different than black people anywhere else. Right. Like black people in California really don't think the rest of the world is as racist as everywhere else is, we just kind of, like, have racist moments. Like, we think that the white people in California aren't racist to us. It's just, like, something happens that makes it look racist. Like, I had a roommate in college uh, named Cameron. He's still one of my best friends to this day. And uh, my friend Cameron, like, would put me in my place sometimes because when I, when I was going to college, it went to pretty much, like, an all-white college. So I would adapt and start acting like them and then at the moment though like you know cam sometimes have to put me in my place be like hey yo remember you black like so <laughs> so he had to do that he had to do that from time to time but give me, so, an, give um, me an example of a time he had to do that to you that's funny <laughs> he did he had to do it uh one time i was coming home from work and um I guess I, I, I don't know if I did something or what before I left for work, but when I got back, he was like, hey, Tyson, was like, man, I need you to do me a favor. He's like, I need you to smell this candle. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, man, I just got off, like, whatever. Like, okay, like, I smell it. And he was like, dude, I guarantee you know what that smell is. And I was like, no, I don't. I was like, it smells like a regular-ass candle to me. And he was like, no, I smell it again. I was, so I smelled it again. I was like, dude, this smells like a regular-ass 98 cent story camp, bro. Like, what, what are you telling me? He was like, dude, I'll give you one more chance. And if you don't know the smell, if you know the smell, I guarantee you, I'll give you like five bucks. But like, whatever, smelt it one more time, right? And I was like, man, it just smells like a regular white candle. And he was like, bro, read the label. So I read the label and I was like, man, like, I was so like nonchalant about it. <laughs> I was like, man, this shit just says fresh cotton. And, like, he looked at me, and I looked at him. I was like, you know what, bro? I should have knew what that smell was. Damn, my bad. So the candle said, so there was a candle was called Freshly Picked Cotton. Freshly Picked Cotton. Get the, now that's funny. That is funny. I, I, I got a. That is funny as hell, bro. I, I tell you, I cracked up laughing first. I heard, hey, you know, I got a. I, I say this on the show that I'm like one of the only people on the show that does have white friends. I, 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 I grew up around a lot of white people, and I'm proud of my white friends. But as I got older, I was able to adapt more. And I and I had a, I have a coworker that referred to me as the whitest black guy he ever met. And I was like, really? I mean, and, and you know, and you know, I tell you what, me and his, our relationship was to the point where we would just try to see how far we could go as far as saying racist shit to each other. And I mean, and we, and we pushed it to the limit. And I, I tell you, if you would look at some of the text messages that's 
between us, like to this day, we still do it. It will set black people oh, back man. about 50 years. Martin Luther King will be rolling in his grave. Malcolm X would, would probably have me killed. I mean, the Black Panthers <laughs> hey, would be so... Hey, you OJ right now. You yeah. OJ right now. <laughs> <laughs> they looking at you. You OJ America right now. Oh man. But no, it's funny. It's funny that you mentioned that because like I get that all the time too. Like around my, that's right. Like when like they see other black people yeah. and stuff. Like 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 they'll hang out with another black person and it'll be like, oh, like well they did this. I mean, I was like, yeah, all black people do that. They're like, I mean, they were like, yo, black, but. They were, like what? Like I'm black. <laughs> like, like, I think we're like, talking about the funny. same guy. I swear he used to do the same thing I to me. <laughs> he used to, I mean, you, I mean, they was, but they was like black, black though. Yeah. Like, right. like he, said, he, he said, tell the story like I'm not like I just lost my civil rights. <laughs> like, he would say stuff to me like he would say stuff to me like, uh, man, you know, you speak so well. I was like, huh? So, oh yeah, yeah. I, I, like, I just can't believe you yeah, speak oh. so well <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I get that all the time oh, I get man. that all the time they'll be like they'll be like man you speak like perfect English oh, perfect <laughs> English <laughs> <laughs> I thought you'd be like Ebonics I'm gonna correct you when you say words it's like you polite to people it's yeah. like the funniest thing is uh, have you seen that uh, have you seen that thing on Netflix that you show uh, Dear White People I keep uh, hearing about it I'm gonna check it out okay oh well I don't want to spoil it for you, but there's a scene in there where it defines like pretty much like what me and you go through all the time. Like mm-hmm. the, the black dude, there's a black dude at this party, with, at his white friend's party, and his white friend is like giving him all kinds of drinks. He's having a good time, and then uh, they start dancing, and you know, future uh, future song comes on, and uh, and the white dude starts rapping, and he starts saying a few words like. He, he just says nigga it's like in it mm-hmm. like throughout it and then the black dude was like dancing he was dancing right by and he heard him and he was like hey man don't say that was, and the white dude was looking at him like say what he's like don't say nigga it's like he, he was like man I ain't racist he's like I know but I just don't want you to say it and he, and the white dude was like man look I brought you to my house let you drink some beer <laughs> he's talking to my girls man I can't hear a nigga rap which is true cause that's, that's like the normal thing that white people like like go across because I made a joke one time about white people. I was like, hey, white people, I just have one question for y'all. I was like, when you guys are silent reading and the word nigga comes up in the book, do you guys still say it or do you blank it out like you were saying it out loud? Right, right. And they were like, we don't, we don't say it. We don't say it. No, <laughs> I was like, I mean, you can. I mean, I'm not going to hear you or anything like that. But yeah, I understand totally how that goes. So, I, you know what? I tell you what. Um, I always wonder stuff like that too because see, my um, <laughs> I grew up. Well, I don't. Well, okay. My the older people in my family, they're straight from Mississippi, so I know that growing up, if I brought like a white guy home and said this was my buddy, or when I, my mom had birthday parties and invited white guys and stuff like that, there are white people there. I always wonder what exactly. The older people in my family was thinking like, because I know where they came from, it was none of that. <laughs> like you know, it wasn't. Oh yeah, no, and this is this is in the nineties. So, so yeah, so I'm thinking like, <laughs> so I always wonder like, because you know sometimes we you know uh, 
I think I think older black people are more racist than than any white person that is. I mean, I've heard some stuff from 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 older black people. It's like, oh wow. Hey, I tell you, let me tell you a funny story real quick. I was working with a guy, and uh, we were, uh, you know, you work on an assembly line. You're gonna be with that person for eight hours straight. So you're working right across from that person. So you got to get to know him. So uh, this guy, everybody thought he was, you know, racist. And I and I didn't think he I didn't think he was racist because to me it just he didn't like lazy people. He was at a point in his life where he was just, you know, all about work and coming home taking care of his family. So he was just not a, a he was against lazy people. So if someone took that as he was against black people, that's a that's a them problem. So I got a chance to get really get a chance to know him real good. And so I asked, uh, I asked him one time. I said, "Hey, tell me a black joke." He said, what? I said, come on. I know you guys talk about it. Just tell me a black joke. He said, no, nah, I can't do that. I said, come on. Just tell, just tell me a black joke. And I can't remember him all. Finally, I convinced him. It took it. I'm not going to say like I told him to tell me a black joke. And he just like, all right, good. And just jumped in right, right in and took, told me a black joke. It took him a while. But after a while, I convinced him. He told me a black joke. Now, the first two were actually pretty funny. I forget, what, I forget exactly what they were. He said, but after a while, he was like, can I tell you another one? I was like, all right, I guess you're really into this now. Like, this is something you've been really wanting to do. The last one, <laughs> he was talking about the way black people walk, and I, you have to just see somebody do it. And I was like, I, I was almost ready to jump across the line. Like, you son of a bitch, you can't say that shit. <laughs> he said, hey, that was funny. Yeah. <laughs> so it was like, he said, wait a minute. <laughs> Because like a lot of my white friends have a can't believe that I'm a big Bon Jovi fan. I've been a Bon Jovi fan since I'm yeah. an '80s baby. Like, how could you not be yeah. an '80s baby and 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 not right. know Bon Jovi? Like that is like they were just shocked. Like Bon Jovi came to town oh. one time and I wanted to buy tickets. They're like, you can actually go to a Bon Jovi concert. Like, hell, if I can get the tickets, yeah, I will go. Hell yeah. 
And they're like, they, they were, oh, I no, mean, me. shocked the shit out of them. I'm, they couldn't I, believe it. Yeah, I'm, I'm new kids on the block. New kids on the block <laughs> probably right. have got played more times. Right, right, right. Like, new kids on the block is out there. Like, like people don't think, like, people don't know. Like, any dude out there is trying to figure out, like, a good, like, a nice little place to pick up chicks and stuff. You got to go to these old school. Hell, uh, yes. Like, eight. <laughs> yes. That's where all the women be at. Oh yes, nothing like going to those concerts and seeing those uh, drunk white women there, man. I mean, they're they're everywhere. <laughs> yeah, and then on top of that, if you got like if you got a main chick, air side chick, and you trying to make your side chick feel like a main chick, you gotta take her to these old shows. You gotta take her like <laughs> to a fair, a fair concert or something. You gotta make her because every side chick, even though she knows she's a side chick, she wants to feel like the main chick. So, but you gotta you gotta make sure you take them to different places like take them to the like restaurant but it only look like it's 12 people in there but the restaurant looks nice like take it to comedy shows yeah hey I'm glad you uh, I'm glad you're coming on here helping uh, a lot of us because we have a lot of listeners that have uh, main chicks and wives and and side chicks and (laughs) so I'm glad that you are helping those people my sister started my sister started at daycare full side chicks Uh, (laughs) wait 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 wait. you said your sister started a daycare for side chicks she started, a, she started a side chick daycare. Like, Explain. like she called it side kicks. She called it side kicks daycare. I swear to God. <laughs> but, like the way it is, is like if you got if you like gonna go on a date with dude and and you know you don't want your man to find out or you know you don't want his wife to find out. Guess what? And you got kids and stuff. Like yeah, you just take it to my sister. You know she will treat you right. She make sure she open late. That is amazing. And like she got. She got a nice little slogan too. She got a swear. It's pretty much. She calls it like, <laughs> she's like, pull your kids to the side because you know he don't like that many kicks in the ride. That's her slogan. <laughs> I swear to God, <laughs> that is her slogan for her daycare. Like, and yeah. she be making a killing. She made me kill it. So you're serious? This this is not this is not a a, a, a bit you're doing. You're telling the truth. <laughs> no, I'm not joking. <laughs> oh my god. Wow! Shout out to your sister. Would you care to give her uh, give her information out just in case we got any people in the California area that needs to drop their side chicks off or anything? See, see, nah, it's on by referral. See, oh. that's like, it's by referral. You can't give out that information because somebody <laughs> might, might find out. That's how you get caught. Ah, uh, secret society. I got you. Secret society. I said the same thing. I said the same thing. I was like, how come you ain't got business cards? She was like, why am I going to fuck up my business? Like, that? Yeah, <laughs> like great point. With a, with a business card. Great point. So I was like, all right, that's cool. That's great cool. Point. I was like, she only She probably yeah, doesn't. Hey, she but, probably doesn't even have to pay taxes for that, does she? Hmm. <laughs> You probably don't. I don't know. <laughs> you know, black people, we, don't, we try not to pay taxes anyway. Oh, yeah, she, oh, yeah. um, I, think she, I think she's trying to claim all of her uh, daycare kids on her taxes. Like, I think they're all of them all the time. So, so, I get, like, at least, like, a good bill. So, is it like a non-for, non-for-profit agency? Is, that, is this what she kind of, that's what it sounds like to me. I, I guess. Maybe she did. Maybe she did sign it up non-profit. She's like, I don't think this industry Affairs and stuff. I, I mean, divorce is expensive. Like, I think she's kind of helping marriages in some way because divorce yeah. is expensive. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, have you ever, you ever had five hundred dollars and then you had to give a girl you hate two fifty? No, man, don't. I don't want to talk. Think about that, brother. <laughs>
Exactly. Yeah. That's, that's how it goes. Yeah. That is that's a great good. point. I'm glad you yeah. brought that up. That is a great point, man. You know, I, I, I always said that a long time ago that um, that side chicks, I, I think this is a difference between a side chick and a mistress, though. I think people need to understand the difference because, like, I think a mistress is is, is, is better for a relationship. Not that um, not that me as a married man, happily married man, would ever be interested in anything <laughs> like this, but. I really do. Yeah, I do. Yes, very happily. Never been as never never (laughs) been as happy as I am right now. Happily married, but I do think for people who need someone on the side, I think they should make sure you understand that there is a big difference between a side chick and a mistress. A side chick is someone you have to help out. A mistress helps you out. I know, guy. I got, I got good buddies, man. That has a have great mistresses, man. And their mistresses buy stuff. Oh, seriously, they, they remind them of their wedding anniversaries. They buy things for their kids, grandkids. Hell, they that's, buy that's stuff. Not a mistress, that's a secretary. That's a secretary. But that's what, but that's what, a, but that's what, that's what a mistress is for. That's what a mistress is for. He probably filled out an application for that role. Yeah, man, they have great stresses. So if you haven't learned anything else on Inside the Cave today, make sure you know the difference between a side chick and a mistress. Get you a mistress. Mistresses are great for relationships. Side chicks, uh, we're kind of iffy on them. But good mistresses Actually, go. Actually, um, no, uh, I mean, it depends. It depends on how old you are. Like, if you're in your 20s, get side chick. Remember side chick. Like, a side chick is just a second relationship. Yeah, you're That's right. It. You just got two relationships. That's true. That's it. Like if you if you in the age like if you in your thirties, get your mistress. Yeah, if you're married, if you're married, you need a mistress. Yeah. You don't need a side chick. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. You can't you can't have a wife and a side Mistress know her place. Yeah, mistress go always. No, mistress don't even. It's not even a place. She's just like, look, this is what I got going on. I know what you got going on. We gonna be here, and that's it. Yeah. Like they go on about their merry way. They go on about their merry way. I mean, you might want to be nice to them or something like that, and buy them something every once every six years or something. But that's it. A mistress already know what she's there for. I'm here. I'm here just for this bedroom. That's it. Yeah. Like side chicks. Side chicks, nah. Like I'm here just in case, like your main chick's gone. I can replace her. Like, mm-hmm. cause basically what I'm doing, I'm an assistant manager to the manager right now. You're right. But I'm always looking for that promotion. Yeah. And stuff. Cause yeah. side chicks love. Like I tell, I tell my friends all the time. Cause my friends like to, you know, like some of them like to have side chicks too. Like, and I tell them all the time, I was like, hey, look, man. Like I'm telling you right now, you you playing with fire. Because oh, yeah. one of these days, one of these days, she going to wake up mm-hmm. and she going to love to sabotage your whole thing. Oh, God. Every every woman knows, every woman knows that a man has an ego. Yeah. And every woman would love nothing more than to crush that ego. No, so if she can sabotage your life yeah. <laughs> and yeah. get away with it, she will do it someday yeah. when she gets fed up. When she gets yeah. fed up with playing second fiddle, 
she won't do it someday. Hey, do you but mind? You, I think side chicks are dumb. Do you mind if we move on from this? This, this is kind of hitting close to home for a lot of people that's listening right now. <laughs> you mind moving on? Hey, shut the fuck up, man. <laughs> Let's move on. Hey, I got a question for you. Get, get the latest in cave fashion at cavecrushshop.com. That's cavecrushshop.com. Follow Inside the Cave on Instagram at Inside the Cave and at Cave Crush for the hottest women on the planet. Like Inside the Cave on Facebook, Inside the Cave Podcast. And follow Inside the Cave on Twitter at Cave Crush. Inside the Cave. Thought-provoking in-ring guy talk with special guests and Cave Crush interviews. Inside the Cave. I tell you, you, you come on, man. You bring energy, man. I got a lot of bullet points I wanted to ask you, but shit, man, I'm about to bring you back on, man. But let me ask you this though. Tell me first about uh, Kaboom Magazine, too. What's that? What's that you're doing, man? All right, so, so, uh, my 20th started, uh, man, probably like five or six years ago. And basically, I mean, we're we're, we're pretty much like complex in any other entertainment. Then we talk about all aspects of entertainment, whether it be politics, sports, uh, sex. Okay, um, that's kind of like inside the cave. That's what we do on here. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. Pretty much, uh, we do all that, and yeah, we uh, we had our own little point. Talk about different things. Like we have uh, competitions. Uh, basically, like like recently, I wrote an article about uh, which which uh, sports team, which college football team was the best, was better. The uh, the 2001 Miami Hurricanes or the 2005 USC Trojans. Mm. Man, we got a lot of flack for that. Really? And, uh, yeah, I bet out there in California. I, I thought it was yeah. the Trojans. Hey, well, I thought it was the Trojans. A lot of people were like, "Nah, like Miami was blowing them out the water." And I was like, "Well, it'd be fun to watch." I mean, so. Right. Uh, but, but uh, I mean, I, I, I'm pretty sure they all took money for it anyway. So, like, <laughs> right. <doesn't matter>. but, <laughs> yeah, great point. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll do like uh, we'll do uh, other things. Like we're coming out, we're coming out with one, um, uh, you know, five potential hookups for Joel, Joel and Beef and stuff. I think we might we might write Rihanna on there. We might not. Yeah, because he's the one. He's the guy he's trying uh, to get at Rihanna, the guy from the Philadelphia 76. Yeah, yeah, he's trying. He, 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 hey, I gotta give it to him. He's shooting a shot. I was like, man, like, what's the worst that can happen? I mean, like any girl you talk to in the bar, man, just. Never be afraid, because the worst thing they can tell you is no. Yeah, that's crazy. I don't think I don't think he should. But, uh, he shouldn't have to work that hard, though. Like I think you know, just drop a few dollars and say, "Come on." You know, at the end of the day, she's still a woman. So I mean, hey, money well, always shoot, works. He gotta stay. He gotta stay healthy. He gotta stay healthy enough for him to even get the case. Like, like I can't be having. I mean, Rihanna can't be having him like fucking her. And he pulling the hamstring out for the season. Like, yeah, like cause, yes, because I mean, Rihanna looks drafted, like he got drafted. He got drafted six years ago. He like that dude. He like that dude that graduated from high school, but like took two years off to do nothing. Yeah, and then like decided to go to University of Phoenix. Yeah, like to get his degree. And that's a great point, though, because Rihanna looks like she is wild in the bedroom, and you probably could pull a hamstring or a calf muscle or something like that. But I tell you what, it'll be 
very much worth it. Whatever injury you get to having sex with Rihanna. Yeah. What man wouldn't love Yeah, that? Rihanna. Wow. Yeah, she looks like she packs a punch. <laughs> she looks like she can take a yeah, punch too. <laughs> yeah, she can probably. Oh yeah, yeah. We're not gonna get her. We can. We'll be here all day talking about her and Chris Brown because like we we still argue about that because it's funny because Chris Brown lives in L.A. So we see him all the time. So we see him all the time and like like we kind of see like the girls he deal with and everything like that. And yeah, he is borderline crazy, but the girls he deal with is crazy too. So we was like, mm, this might have been a mutual fight. It's like kind of you know. I got another question for you, <laughs> yeah, man. Hey. Now, growing up in Bakersville, California. Now, I don't know too much about uh, California other than L.A. I got family out there. But Bakersville, that's that doesn't sound like a bad part of California. Is that it seems like a pretty nice area? Uh, it's a well central California. It's like close to everything. Mm-hmm. That's that's why I love love living in it. It's it's close to anything. Like if you want to go to LA, it's only an hour away. If you want to go to San Francisco, it's probably like four hours away. Sweet. Uh, if you want to just go like in between, like the San Diego, you can go so many places in between. Yeah. And but I gotta tell you, living in Bakersfield, you literally bake your ass off in the field. It is hot. It's like like hot hot like triple degrees like terrible hot and it's dry heat oh, so like Doesn't. so the summers are kind of brutal mm-hmm. now now the reason why i asked that because i always heard that most comedians or artists in general they usually come from like hard times in life grew up poor headed bad growing up and stuff like that now would you would you would you think there's any truth in that growing up in bakersville Cause you're a funny dude, and I don't see you like. Uh, I wouldn't say like. I mean, I wouldn't say we had a like a like a terrible terrible uh, upbringing. I wouldn't say like we were like poor poor. Cause I I do come from a single mom, right? And stuff, and uh, and uh, it was like three of us: is my twin uh, brother, and then we had a younger sister. And um, yeah, I mean, we the, we weren't the richest people, but we weren't the brokest. Right. And uh, but like, I think most of my comedy, if it if it had any like heartache or pain from it, they like it probably would be just from like life experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like, oh, relationships are pretty key too. Like, but I think that's every comic, every comic, every funny comic that you know of. Like, they focus most of their life on like all the bad relationships they had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Or the times, or the times they got them. Like Kevin Hart is a genius, but all he talks about is him in relationships, like yeah. him going through his divorce. Like, and that's where Laugh My Pain came from, right. because basically, like he was going through a lot of things, but the center of it was his divorce and how you know he pretty much cheated on his wife and everything like that. But I mean, you can find you can pretty much find like humor in anything. That's why I try. And uh, always write the hashtag when I'm on like Instagram or any types of social media. I write laugh at life because like anything that happens in life is funny. You can find some humor in it and yeah. stuff. So, yeah. so but, but yeah, no, we we <laughs> I came from a pretty pretty good upbringing and, and everything like that. I wasn't we weren't you know we didn't have to fight cockroaches like Bernie Mac or anything like yeah. that. But <laughs> like we 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 did okay. 
That's good, man. I tell you what, you're bringing it, brother. Uh, I'm just gonna make this a, a separate. I usually put this on the show that we that the group of us do, but this is a good. This is a great interview, man. I'm just gonna make it a separate show, have it up. But I tell you, man, you're a funny dude. Hey, now let me ask you this, man. We can talk for forever. Uh, um, what do you think about what's happening with Bill Cosby, man? As we speak, he is starting his trial. Uh, oh man. Um... Bill Cosby, it's funny. It's funny because I think it just it shows us how different our generations are, like uh, people growing up. Because you think about it, they say Bill Cosby raped, I don't know, like 60 women, and this is just the women like, that came out. Mm-hmm. And and some of them, I, I'm pretty sure not all of them are true and stuff, because uh, it's hard, like, it's hard uh finding out like what like what is rape and what is not especially uh now in this time because i've had friends i had a friend of mine actually uh uh go to jail for rape and he he didn't really rape the person it was just like she said it was rape and uh like they just went on what she said but then after he got convicted and everything like it kind of came out that you know like it kind of was consensual because they were dating. They were dating for a while, did they, and did uh, they release I guess one. Well, one night led to another, and, and I guess like a lot of alcohol was involved. And, like, I mean, I don't know the whole story, but like I do know that like they were together, and I was, I'm pretty sure he did not rape her. <laughs> like, so, yeah. but uh, with Bill Cosby though. I mean, he might have raped one or two people. Yeah. He might have raped one or two people, but 60, I mean, it's like, really, do you think Bill Cosby was really just going around, like, But let's be clear here. Uh, one or two or 60, rape is rape. So let's just make sure we're clear. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 no. Okay, yeah. Like, uh, let's make that for sure. Like, yeah. okay, yeah. Did, I, did he rape somebody? Yes. Did he rape 60 people? I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think he was just going out to the club like, you know what, like, worst case scenario, we just rape this chick anyway. Like, yeah. and then on top of that, there's a lot of things that goes on. Because uh, I have a younger sister. Yeah. I have a younger sister, and I told her all the time, uh, look, like, if you not saying that you can avoid being raped or anything, because, like, guys will put themselves in position, like, anywhere and everywhere. But there are times where... Like, you kind of put yourself in a position to, like, have that happen. Like, where where it wouldn't be a surprise if that happened. Like, because a lot of times... You better clarify um, this, brother, because this, this can go all the way wrong. Yeah, I'm trying to. I'm trying to. I'm not talking to you. Like, don't Like, no. Yeah. There were times where... Like, there are times where there's there some some guys that are really messed up in the head. There are some guys that are really messed up in the head that feel like, okay, um, like, they feel like rape is okay because, like, for some reason, I don't know, maybe they didn't watch enough Law and Order or anything like that. I'm scared to go in a room with a girl in the dark by myself and she yelled no, like, they ain't got no uh, Pringles. I was like, she said no, I'm out of the room. Like, <laughs> like but uh, there have been situations where Okay, like, one put yourself in a position, like, where, okay, if you are thinking about going all, like, you cannot go halfway with a guy sometimes. Like, you can't just be in the middle of it and say stop. I mean, you can and stuff, but you're also, like, 
opening yourself up to like different. different yeah, I, I like, think I think I think I think I know what you're trying to say. I think what you're trying to say, yeah. like the same thing I would tell my daughter or my sister is, just be smart. But at the same time, yeah. if, if she does say no, to all the guys that's listening, once a woman says no or stop. 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 Stop immediately. immediately. No, it's 25 to life. Yeah. It's not, <laughs> no poontang is worth that. I tell you that. And, 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 that, and that's, if you, that's if you don't want to die. Yeah. Like, she might have older brothers and stuff like that, yeah. and they would kill you. But yeah. I swear to God, if somebody, like, somebody raped my sister or something, yeah. Um, yeah. like, yeah, I'd probably have to, you know, I'd probably be in jail for murder. But then I think another thing that we also need to learn uh, that women need to do, and women do do this a lot, which I wish they did if you are raped, please speak up. Like, yeah. because uh, a lot of the times, like, like women get in that situation where they are raped and they feel like they, it's their fault. Yeah. And, I tell you uh, what, though. I'm going to tell you something, though. Yeah, I'm going to tell you something, though. I used to think like that, too. But then someone actually, I heard it on a TV show. Oh, no, I heard it on a radio show. And they were like, just think about it. If uh, What if you got raped? Talking about a man. What if you got raped? Would you speak up? And I had to think about that, like, cause like that's em- just that's embarrassing. Like, I ain't gonna say it's embarrassing. Well, yeah, it is embarrassing. Embarrassing, and it's like it takes away your manhood. So just imagine how a woman would feel. Cause like, I, 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 there's no way in the world I would tell that. Cause especially the kind of friends that I have, the the host on this show, I can they will they will yeah. immediately I tell them say, hey, man, I got raped. They would have memes and all type of stuff talking about me being raped. They're, they're, none, none of my friends on, the, on this show well, see. Okay, I'm saying like raped as in rape like by another woman or raped by like men. Like okay, like, <laughs> like I was like raped by a group of men at a party or something, or or it was like oh, a woman raped me once. Or because I mean, now, it, you, think, you think you think a woman can rape a man? Do I think a woman can rape a man? Yes, a woman can do anything a man can do. Trust me, I saw the WNBA. They can do anything that a man can do. Okay, okay, but like, yeah, that's true. <laughs> but 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 doesn't it, for it to be a okay, I could, I believe a woman could sexually attack a man, mm-hmm. but we're not. It's just uh, women. Women, uh, I think women can rape a man, uh, but they do it psychologically. Like they Whoa. they either whether it be blackmail or uh, or like hey, if you don't do it. Uh, I'm gonna make sure <clears throat> that uh, well, I'm gonna make sure like something happens to you, or like you know they might have a knife yeah. to their throat, like do it yeah. or slit your throat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, now, 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 that's, I think that's a little different than rape, but that is taking advantage of someone. I think that's a little bit different from rape, though. But I do agree because there are a lot of women that that have done. Well, stuff you can drug like, a guy. I mean, you can drug a guy. You can you can drug a guy just as much as you can drug a girl. Like I'm actually not I don't know if it was like whatever, but I've been in a situation where I thought I was having sex with somebody else. It turned out to be somebody else. And yeah, so like I mean I didn't yell rape or anything. Maybe I should, but uh, but no, I've been in that situation where women, women are very very they're very creative. Like, they, they can, they, they, if they really want something, they can make it possible. Oh, yeah, I believe that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Uh, let me ask you a question. Uh, people are going to think, think I'm just like pro-rape. Like, yo, we're going to type this house. <laughs> <laughs> and we're burning that down. I'm going to just let you know right now, I have never been raped. Like, yeah. I just know, like, there's certain situations and stuff that can be avoided. 
and and maybe I'm not giving you a good term or a way of saying it. I just know yeah. that sometimes, like if you if you well, because I mean, if you wanna if you wanna even take it to that far, like okay, so um say say uh say a woman uh like likes a guy and uh, she calls him over late at night, two in the morning. Calls him over late at night and he comes over. And then, like, they have sex. But then the next day, she basically is like, well, I'm going to tell the cops that, you know, like, you raped me. Yeah. If, you know, if we don't if we don't go together. Yeah. And the guy's like, no, I don't want to be in a relationship with you. And then she cries rape. And then you guys go on the, or just any NBA player, any, any. Like, oh, yeah, I, I've had friends that. in the NBA that went through that. I have a friend that went, that said that exact same story. The chick told him, uh... I need twenty thousand dollars in my account, or I am calling. And she showed him the showed him ESPN in her phone, or I'm calling ESPN right now. And I'm not gonna say his name, but he told me that he was like, "This just Kobe. The Kobe situation had just happened, and this was in LA too. So you guys are just listening in California. You guys can try to narrow it down if you want. But <laughs> oh, yeah, I tell you, yeah, 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 he was yeah. like, the Kobe situation had just happened. So he was like, hey, he was real calm and collect. He said, hey. Don't worry about it. Let me call my agent right now, and I'll have it to you before before you leave. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and that's exactly what he did. And then I remember a couple other guys in the NBA as well. They were like, man, that's dumb as hell. Why would you do that? Why would you do that? He said, look here. The reason why you're hearing this story is through me. You're not hearing about it on the news. You know why? Because I pay. And that's the thing. When, you, when, you, when you're rich, famous, successful, you're going to have to deal with all of that someone's always going to be trying to take advantage of you whether it's a woman or a man friends old friends if you got money i mean that's part of having yeah, money you gotta, out there you gotta you gotta pay to play sometime an older guy told me one yeah, time it's always cheaper to pay up front than pay on the back end <laughs> <laughs> yeah no i always uh i always tell people because uh, i feel like people on the like I think Facebook all the time, people are like, oh, I wish I had this or I wish I had that. Or, man, I wish I could, like, do this and do that. And I always tell people, I was like, be careful what you wish for because you will get it and you will get the consequences that come with it. Yeah. Like, uh, being in LA, being, like, so close to LA and then being, being in the comedy scene, like, we have friends that are athletes, like, ex-players, like, current players, uh, kids in high school. Like kids in high school have it bad too right now because like, I, have a, I have a friend who has a nephew that's pretty much a uh, top 25 uh, recruit and girls' moms be like throwing their girls at them, like trying to get them to have sex with them without condoms, everything. Like he got to, he basically got to be celibate. Yeah, I was I, I was actually and, uh, talking to my wife one time and I said, you know, if my sons, I had two boys, I said, if my boys end up being like, like going to be a, a college recruit for somebody, I think I would get him uh, what's snipped. Because, you know, like once I seen Michael Jordan, he got snipped and then got it reconnected. I think that's the best way to do it. And my wife, of course, my <laughs> wife, of course, thought that was the most ridiculous. She's like, we ain't getting nothing snipped. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I just think, I said, so at least he could be able to enjoy it and then, you know, be able to. Because, you know what, now I do think is unfair. Like, and I had this conversation yeah. with people before. Like if you look at the the women, right? It's like successful women. Look at successful women. Uh, for some reason, they're able to have a career, and you never just think about some. Just think about 
TV personalities, female TV personalities. You know they're having sex, but how come they never get yeah. they never get popped off? You know what I mean? Like they never they because yeah. they because once you get pregnant, you know you have to put your career on hold. Yeah. They never have an accident. They never have an accident where this may happen. They're always able to fulfill their career and then have kids later. Whereas the same, a man in that same position, you know, could be single and dating and stuff like that. How come they're not able? You know, both both guy and girl, you know, they're having sex. But how come the guy is the one that? That you know suffers with the whole damn. I got her pregnant, so now I gotta put this on hold. I gotta, I gotta decide if I'm gonna marry her and stuff like that. You look at those girls on ESPN or Fox News and stuff like that. They're young and single oh, and damn. stuff. Yeah, yeah, they're not. That I mean they're they're, they're they're you know they're fucking. Come on, but how come how come they're not? Uh, <laughs> I mean, think about. I, I mean, I can either I can either confirm or deny uh, those rumors, but uh, <laughs> I do know. I do know from being out here, like, yeah, um, you can, well, their body language, you can kind of tell, like, who's, like, that's what you and stuff, especially, especially when they're doing post-game interviews, it's like, dang, Draymond, really close to the cops, kidding, like, I don't know Draymond's situation, but, uh, no, like, yeah, the athletes, you can tell which ones is, like, kind of close to her, because, I mean, they got a job to do, like, that's kind of, that can be kind of rape, too, like, they, because they, like, you know, they're competing with their colleagues, and stuff, especially with ESPN doing all these layoffs, like recently, like they, you know, if you want to stay, sometimes you got to do whatever it takes to make it. So, so are you trying to say that Sage still is uh, sleeping around? Are you? Nah, is that what you're trying to say? Sage, Sage is happily married. I, I, I her on Instagram. She's happily married to a guy. And my, at the last time I checked, she don't even work for this year anymore because her comments got her fired. I think. I, no, I thought uh, she got or, kicked like, off the NBA <laughs> show. I thought she got kicked off the NBA show, but. I thought she um, still worked at ESPN. Uh, she's like, I don't know. Like, I mean, but how you gonna lose that job and still work at ESPN? Like, yeah, true. Yeah, I, I don't know. So are you I, saying I that Carrie? Like, are you saying that Carrie Champion is sleeping around? Nah, actually, <laughs> I wish Carrie Champion would sleep around with oh, me. I swear to God, she's the sexiest person oh, on ESPN. I've been in love with Carrie Champion for years. Oh God, those legs she has on there—I could talk about her legs forever. Great oh, set of legs. I, you can tell. You can tell. And then on top of that, because Carrie is from LA, she is like born. She acts straight like an LA woman. Like yeah. an LA woman. Like if you ain't got the end, if you ain't got the money. Like not saying they go to do it. If you ain't got the money, they ain't left with you. Like, what, it's probably like tons of dudes. Dude. Probably tons of dudes that try to talk to Carrie, but no. Hey, you know what I don't understand about LA? I, I remember last time I was out there, I rented a nice car and I and I thought I was doing something good. You know, for for me, I'm a middle I'm a middle class guy. I rented a uh uh, uh what was it? It was a Toyota something. I forget what it was. It was a nice car. And I was like, this is sweet. So I'm riding down the was it was it was, what's the main highway there the uh, the five the what's it what's it called the, the main oh, highway yeah you got the five uh, yeah you got the five yes yeah, so, so I'm riding the five right I'm 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 and I'm chilling in my new in my rental car fresh clean I don't know if you was riding you were probably stuck in traffic yeah, yeah exactly exactly <laughs> I was definitely stuck in traffic I was trying you to gotta, get you got you got to switch that. You I was I was trying I was trying to get from um. ESPN LA to Disneyland, so you know, so you know the drive I'm talking about. That's about without traffic, yeah, it was yeah, about yeah. 45 about minutes. Hour. Yeah, hour drive. yeah. So I'm driving, 
Oh, like you said, stuck in traffic. And I just know this car that I'm in is sweet. And I'm looking around. Mm-hmm. There's not a normal car in LA. <laughs> Everything is Beamer, Benz, or Bentley, like like Lloyd Banks said. Yeah. I mean, I was like, does anybody have one? So I'm like, what kind of jobs are there out there? I mean, how's that? Uh, some people, a lot of people fake it. A lot of people fake it until they make it. Like, how do you fa- how do you fake see? a Benz though? So tell me how to fake a Benz so I can do it. Now. How you fake it? They got a rental place. They got a rental place. They got a few rental places out there for I think one twenty five a day. You can rent a Benz, but you got to bring it back. You got to bring it back at the end of the week. All right, like, I'm taking <laughs> notes. I'm taking notes. You said one twenty five. Or they or they come pick it up. I mean, uh, everybody I had a Benz. I'm like, geez, and I'm thinking I'm yeah. doing my thing driving this nice Toyota, and I'm like, oh, this is slick, and everybody around like, me. Better, sometimes, actually, sometimes it's better. It's better to rent them, like than uh, than to uh, to actually purchase them, because like if you get a repo, yeah, you didn't right. pay a lot of money, and, but if you rent it, it is I don't feel too bad. I can just go get something else next week. Right. I just have smaller. <laughs> my downside but that's the craziest thing is like because for me like being from like an hour away like you would think I was like a hundred miles away. I mean you think I was like thousands of miles away because uh in smaller cities like around there like you can have a nice car and it'd be like what you said a Toyota and stuff and you know people you know like it but then you get the times when you go to LA when we go to clubs in LA we park down the street <laughs> we yeah. park down the street and like just get bottles you get you you either can you either can pay for the car or you can pay for the bottles in the club yeah we said we go we gonna pay for the bottles because yeah. i remember one time the very first time one of the very first times i went to la because these girls are good these instagram models and everything like that they ain't even probably gotta have like a hundred thousand likes they can only have twelve thousand likes they still get you i had one girl in the club very first time i was in la she was bad like beautiful and he was really talking to me like I was the only dude in the club. Like, only dude. Only dude. And she was like, <laughs> she was like yeah, so, you know, um, so what are we drinking on? I was like, cool. Like, you know what? Let me get you something. Like, you know, can I get her a, uh, can you get her adios? Or, <laughs> and she was like, adios? I was like, my bad, my bad. Like, you know what? Let me get her, like, let me get her a Jack and Coke. And I'll get a Jack and Coke, too. Like, she literally talked to me until I ran out of drink money. And then as soon as I ran out of drink money, she was in the VIP with somebody else. But, <laughs> like, that was the first time I learned. I was like, yo. Did you at least really grab a booty, though? For your money. Did you at least grab a oh, booty? Oh, yeah, we made out. We, yeah, we made out. She, she gave me one kiss, and that was it. We danced for a few songs. Like, it, it, it came through throughout the night, but I didn't get to go home. Like, mm. and then, um. So you got her warm. No, I mean, you do. You got her warmed up for yeah, somebody got, else to sleep with, huh? <laughs> yeah, I did. I got I got her warmed up for the bottle service. <laughs> like, oh, no, here's the crazy thing. Like, you think this is bad? You think that's bad? Go to Las Vegas, okay? Oh, one like, of I our favorite places to go to, yes. Yes, I just came from Las Vegas, and Vegas is even more terrible than L.A. Like, L.A., you don't really have to buy bottle service. You have enough to buy her two, three drinks, just enough to get her drunk, and then, like, you know, she might go home with you in the Uber. Mm-hmm. No, Las Vegas, you gotta have bottles. Gotta have if bottles. With girls, you gotta have bottles. You gotta have bottles. And then you can't just have one bottle. You gotta have a lot of bottles because you're not just competing with like regular people. You're competing with pro athletes. Like I had this happen to me one time. I'll never forget it. I was out there 
for uh, for like Floyd Mayweather's last fight against Berto. Okay, it was me and a group of girls. It was me, like and six girls, and then my boy. Like we was all staying in the same hotel and everything like that. We all chilling. We get in. We waiting for Trey Songz to come on, right? I'm already competing with Trey Songz because as soon as he get on, that's when all the girls gonna rush the stage. They ain't gonna pay attention. No dude is there. They gonna pay attention to Trey Songz. Okay, I swear you not. I was chilling. We was all chilling, dancing and stuff, having a good time. I look over and I saw Lou Williams. <laughs> and he was playing for the Los Angeles Lakers at the time. And this is my favorite team. And I was like, oh, snap. It's fucking Lou Williams. Like, I'm sitting there, like, throwing up like this. What's up, man? I support the Lakers, too. Like, you know, he looked at me and saw the girls I was with. And he told his boy. Get him up. To, uh, <laughs> to get us up there, right? I'm thinking, I'm thinking we all going. I was like, cool, we're about to hang out with Lou Williams. Like, I'm like trying to rush them off to the to the final surgery. I'm trying to rush them over. Like, I let them go in front of me because in Vegas you gotta let the girls go in front of you first. <laughs> and then like the guys, they'll be like, they'll be like, all right, you with them, all right, cool, we'll let you get two since you brought like six of them. Right. So, so I like, like the girls get in to the get in, right? And then right when they get in, like his boy like stopped me, and he was like, "Hey, hey, hey, nah, he just the girl." I was like, "What? Like, <laughs> bro, like I'm a fan, like, like man, I bought tickets this year, I paid salary and shit." He was like, "Yeah, man, like nah, he just wants girls right now." Yeah. He was like, "But like, <laughs> his boy told me he was like the most realist. Like, this is how you know you are not a philosopher. He told me the realest stuff. He was like." But you can get your own VIP though, and then I had to come over. I was like, man, for real, <laughs> my yeah. dream. And yeah. Ever since then, I hated Lou Williams. I'll never talk. I was like, I would never say anything good about that dude ever again in life. So Lou, I was like, I hated him. In Chicago, in Chicago, we call that the R. Kelly. <laughs> we, we call that the R. Kelly treatment. R. Kelly is known for taking everybody else's girl from them and bringing them in, in, into into the VIP. And, and leaving you standing there with the dookie face, like, what just happened here? Yeah. Yeah, man, yeah, yeah I, nah, he got me. He, he got me. I would love to tell, <laughs> hey, I would love to tell you uh, some of our Vegas stories, but uh, we were sworn to secrecy, and uh, we're not allowed to talk yeah, about our I Vegas was, story. So. <laughs> that's, I love, that's, a, that's the thing I love. That's the thing I love still being single. Like, because uh, I remember Vegas with a lot of my friends, and they're all in couples. And mm-hmm. stuff. I wouldn't recommend that you really go to Las Vegas with somebody that's in it as a couple because chances are they gonna argue at least once <laughs> like they gonna, they gonna argue at least once cause the dude he wanna experience Las Vegas like how he did when he was single the girl is just glad she's in Las Vegas she wants to shop so I tell you what that is a great point and this is this is these are conversations that we have uh, me and the guys on the show I went to Miami right before I got married and and it was such a great time. I have, you know, I have never went back to Miami. I'm like, there's no reason for me to go back to Miami as a married man. There's no reason for me to go back. Now I've been to Vegas as a single guy and as a married guy, and uh, and once as a married guy who was single for the weekend. But uh, and I was in my best behavior, of course. But I gotta tell you that, that Miami is one place. I never want to go back to not not as a married man. My, my wife nah, tells me about all the. Let me tell you something, brother. I went down to Miami. My wife was telling yeah. me about all the nice restaurants and the 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 the, the, uh, the culture, the Miami culture. We were down there for four days, bro, and 
we ordered, we ate we ate at uh uh what's the place jesus christ the uh oh man the wet willies we ate wet willies the first day the second day we ordered up we, we spent about 200 dollars at kfc it was like six of us wow yeah and you know what we ate that kfc chicken the rest of the days we were there that's all we ate we ate kfc in the morning <laughs> At KFC at night, and we drank <laughs> bottles of Grey Goose the whole time. I mean, that was our trip to Miami. We didn't. I didn't see yeah. not one. He said, "I can't go. I can't. I can't come out this room." Yeah, that, that, <laughs> there's, there's no reason for me to go on go, go to Miami. I've had such a yeah. I had such a ball as a single man, and my memory of Miami, the way I and the way I left Miami, is the way I want to remember it. I don't want to go back. I don't want to yeah. go back there as a married man. Yeah, and see. I, can't, I, yeah. can't go back. I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it as anything same. else. You know, I know it. I, I know Miami as being one thing, and I want to remember it as that. Let me ask you some other questions, real quick, man. Uh, now, yeah, well, before you can go to Miami, you can go to Miami. You just can't take your eyes to Miami. I'm gonna just let you know that you can't take your eyes to Miami. You gonna have to be Stevie Wonder in Miami. <laughs> you, great point. I mean, they walk it's, into it's they much. walk they walk into restaurant. They walk into Wet Willies with a thong on. And I was like, Are yeah, you serious? And, and, and like, you know how some places you go to, there's ugly people that's half naked. Like Miami, I didn't see mm-hmm. that. Everybody that mm-hmm. was half, mm-hmm. everybody that was half naked in Miami, like deserved to be half naked. Like, I was like, all right, good for yeah. me. At a girl. Get the latest Cave Crush and inside the Cave Gear at CaveCrushShop.com. Thought provoking ignorance with special guests and cave crushes. Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Maya, and I'm going inside the cave. And cave crushes. Inside the cave. All right, let me ask you this, bro, real quick. I saw you performed with Corey Holcomb. And uh, and then I saw a name on there that I hadn't heard in a long time. Kel Mitchell. (laughs) Kel Mitchell. (laughs) Holy shit. Now, Kel is actually from Chicago, I believe. And uh, and, and Kel Mitchell from uh, Nickelodeon, Keenan and Kel. What is is that guy like, man? Kel Mitchell. You remember? You got any any memories of him? He's uh, actually, because I just talked with him probably not less than a, I want to say less than a year ago, and then I, uh, I'm expecting to perform uh, uh, again in August. Uh, yeah, but he's this. If you ever watched all that and everything, he is the same. Actually, he is the exact same person. Uh, I didn't know he was a I comedian. Mean, I remember him being a, a actor, but I didn't know he was a comedian. I knew he was a funny actor. I didn't know he was a comedian though. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think that's what a lot of. Uh, that's what a lot of comedic actors are starting to do now. They're starting to really um, uh, branch out in the stand-up. And so because I think like a lot of times uh, people don't really think you're authentic as a comedic actor if you don't do stand-up. Like um, Anthony Anthony Anderson is one of those people like like you could tell he's a comedic actor, but he doesn't want to do stand-up. And it's kind of uh, it's kind of funny that you put it that way because uh, yeah he. Um, he, he he just basically is, is funny all the way around. He can actually be a comedic actor. Though. Yeah. Now, uh, one more thing. Uh-huh. Now, being out in LA, have you been to this J spot? Yeah. What is it? Yeah, actually, I, I tell I you what. Uh, by a good friend of mine. 
Who, who, who J. Anthony Brown? No, uh, no, it's a ran by a girl named Michelle Burdock. She's like one of the premier like comedy people in LA. She books, she's books basically book anybody, anybody and everybody from uh, Kevin Hart to like Cat Williams, anybody. Nice. I tell you what, man, I've been listening to Steve Harvey Morning Show, and ever since they added J. Anthony Brown, I'm like, this dude is hilarious. Oh, he's just funny, and he always talks about his club, the J Spot, now in L.A. I'm like, oh, man, I'd love to go out there and check that out. All right, quick question, man. What do you think about Steve Harvey's memo to his, uh, to his, uh, to his people. Uh, we need the boss. We need the boss. You can do whatever you want. I felt the same <laughs> way. I didn't understand why that was a big deal. <laughs> well, I mean, it's a big deal. Like, kind of like, nobody wants to work for that guy. Like, nobody really wants to work for a guy that don't want to talk to you or anything like that. I feel like if, if I'm working for you, I can at least come up to you and ask you a question. Yeah. And then I'll tell you. I think that the, the thing is, I think, like, Steve kind of makes it seem like, like people want to talk to him like just hang out with them. Like, no, they usually work questions. Mm. But I can also see, so, like, I knew when he was doing this show in Chicago, I was seeing like people that I'm like, they were posting on Facebook and stuff that they were. We're at Steve Harvey. We we work for Steve Harvey now. I'm like, how the fuck did you guys get a job working at Steve Harvey? And they're taking selfies with Steve Harvey and and stuff like that. So I'm knowing I'm knowing who these people are. I'm like, there's no way Steve seems like a pretty intelligent guy. There's no way you guys should be around Steve Harvey. So I kind of can understand what he's talking about. People just walking up to him, wanting to take selfies and pictures and stuff like that. So I kind of get it and everything. Hey, one of the funniest things I saw, man, is you said uh, you liked Hillary, but you didn't want you didn't want Hillary to be the first president. Before we wrap it up, tell me that yeah, story, no. man. I don't think I don't think Hillary's really cute enough to be the first president. Like, I don't think he's the first female president. I don't think so. Because when you think about it, we just had Michelle for like eight years. And so, like, you can't, you can't have that difference of uh, attractiveness in the White House. Yeah. <laughs> but you can't have, you can't have Michelle, you can't have Michelle good looking ass in, in there for like eight years and then, like, come out with Hillary. I mean, and then on top of that, you got to get with a girl that kind of uh, killed herself for a little bit. I mean, like, Hillary, Hillary left. Let it intern like get her husband. Yeah. Like she, she didn't even let somebody important get him. It was like an intern. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, but she, it was like, come on now. You think you think the intern gonna get Barack from Michelle? Yeah. <laughs> really? Some guys, no. some guys like no. some guys like quick and easy though. So I can't, uh, I can't be mad nah, at Hillary for not that. Not Barack. <laughs> nah, nah, so, so, not Barack. so what tell, type of woman do you think you Barack was in love with her So what type of woman do you think Barack Obama is uh, Sleeping around with uh, Michelle What type of woman do you think Since you don't think an intern could I get think, him Oh Barack, Barack an upgrader You can tell Barack's a, uh, Barack he ain't, he ain't trying to lose Cause Barack the way he thinks He thinks money wise He thinks like how much dudes don't make money wise He ain't gonna chill Michelle With with just a regular person, somebody that don't is like not even close to Michelle. He gonna cheat with Beyonce. Like mm. he don't. If Barack cheated with Beyonce, I think Jay would be cool with it. Oh wow, wow! And that's that's how crazy I've been. I, I think because every dude, every dude, like if they date somebody, they got that one dude. Like yo, if she if she mess with him. Like I mean, I'll be okay with it because that's like her dream dude. Like, I, I, you know what? I've been but, married. I've been married. Ten, <laughs> I've been married ten years, and I haven't met that guy yet who I'll be cool with sleeping with my wife. I haven't met yeah, him. Yeah, no, you gotta ask her. 
Nah, you gotta ask her. She ain't even gonna tell you the dude. She gonna tell you the second dude. She gonna tell you. She gonna tell you that dude that's like second up there. She she not gonna tell you the actual dude because she don't wanna give out that information just in case it ever come true. Uh, she gonna give you that second dude. I tell you, those women. She's not gonna give you. Women or something else, I tell you. All right, man. Hey, before I let you go, we've talked about Michelle Obama. We've talked about Rihanna. And uh, what's the other girl we talked about earlier? <laughs> you brought up somebody. I forgot. Uh, oh, we're talking about Hillary. I mean, we're talking about Carrie Champion. Carrie like, Champion. I'm, there we go. Yeah. So let's say this. You got Carrie yeah. Champion. You got Rihanna. And uh, you also brought up Sage still. We'll leave... Uh, We'll leave the other two. Out, right? You got you got the choice: marry, one night stand, or long term affair. Rank them. Wait, can we have like oh, we gonna have somebody from uh, we can go have somebody from ESPN? We gotta have Cassie Hubbard. Like, Who? We gotta have, we gotta have her. Who's that? Cassie Hubbard, the girl that be doing. She does all the interviews for uh, NBA. Hmm. Never seen her. Oh, maybe I never paid her no attention. <laughs> oh, oh no! Wait, let's take that back. Cause she's from Chicago, and so we'll do a Chicago style. Sarah Spain. Man, okay. All right, tell me. Marry hey, one night stand or long term? Marry one night stand, long term okay. affair. Rank them. And this is from Sarah Spain, Michelle, like Michelle Obama, and. No, nah, Hillary. Uh, nah, I mean, uh, Rihanna, Carrie Champion, oh. and Sarah Spain. Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, well. Definitely gonna have a one night stand with Rihanna because I think that's all I can really like. You can't. I don't think you can really do a relationship with Rihanna. You can just do one night stand. Like I don't. I don't want to date Rihanna, but I do want to sleep with her so I can tell all my boys about it. Yeah, that's what Rihanna like, has. That. That's it. I think. I think, I think Rihanna's never gonna break out of that mold. I think she's gonna always be that. Yeah, you know, it's like uh, like the person Rihanna married, like he don't be. He's not gonna be somebody like big. It's gonna be this dude, like you know, he's a painter in Italy or something like that that nobody ever knows about. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, Rihanna got too many. She got too many. Mm, you got too many big name dudes on your belt. Like, right. I can't. I can't compare with that. Right. Right. Uh, <laughs> I was definitely marry Carrie Champion. You have to marry Carrie Champion. She is a perfect. She almost Michelle Obama. Like she is like. If she ever makes it to Good Morning America or something, she she's Michelle Obama. She she right there. Hmm. Like that's how bad Carrie Champion is, and then that's how like wholesome she is. Like she just seems like a person that like like just lost her V card like three weeks ago. Like and, <laughs> and, 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 like for real. Like you never like like she looked like she'd be gonna date like the hardest thug. Or like a Harvard graduate. That's it. She ain't gonna get no in between. You, you ain't gonna get like I don't see what she see in that dude. Or you know what? That's the perfect dude for her. That was a great point. I never so, thought about it like that. That was a great point. So I'm assuming you have the long term like affair you, with uh, what's his name, Sarah Spain? You said? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, like it's been like sports, everything like that. I'm a sucker for girls like that like sports. If you can talk to me about sports, like you probably got me all, all day. <laughs> you know what? I'm the opposite. I'm the opposite. When I'm when I'm watching sports and stuff like that, I'm like, I don't want I don't want you talking to me. Like, shut up. Sit there. Sit over there and shut up. Like, don't talk to me. Like, I take basketball, the Super Bowl, and stuff very serious. Do me a favor. Just make the food. Sit over there and shut up. Don't talk to me. Don't talk to me during the game. I, yeah, I, nah. I, I'm more of a I'm more of an athlete, dude. Like, I'm more of like a girl. This girl had to play a sport. 
That's a great point, brother. Now, I don't <laughs> mind. I don't mind the women with the athletic bodies. I love the women with the athletic bodies. Bring them on. I, I yeah. love that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah. See, and then on top of that, like, but I'm short, so I don't like a girl that's taller than me. I can't. I can't really date like uh, a basketball like player. Like, I can't. If she's tall, like, if she was like small point in high school, I could date her. But if she was like a college all star and she's like seven feet tall. I can't really date her because I'm only like five nine. I don't like nobody talking down to me, and so like I'm cool with her. Like, like, cause I've been hit on by tall women before, and it is annoying. Yeah. Like, it's like it's, it's very intimidating. They just like so like what's your what's your name and all that. I was like, could you not talk to me, please? Like, yeah. I need to go home. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, like the role reversal. So I feel you on that. I like them short. Like, myself. how am I giving you hickeys? I'm giving you hickeys on your belly button and shit. Like, I can't. <laughs> like, I can't even reach your neck. So that's the messed up part. That's why I hate. His name is Comic Tyson Paul, man. Funny dude, man. Hey, this interview is only supposed to be 20 minutes, and we're an hour in. My man, I really appreciate I know, you we gotta, coming on. We got to do this again. Like, oh, I yes. I think you guys, like, everyone on the Because I listen to this podcast all the time. I'm laughing at some of the stuff that you guys say, and I've been wanting to call in, but I, I never knew the number. <laughs> I was like, man, like, I'm going to just keep throwing these memes out there until they see, like, hey, I think it should be on the show. Hey, man, I tell you what. Well, first of all, I'm glad you were able to shout out to my boy Big Dog, the co-host of this show. He handles everything on Instagram, so uh, I just happen to come on there every now and then and check it out. So, But, yeah, man, I'm a, I'm a fan of yours, man. I'm glad I was able to connect and stuff. I'm definitely going to have you on again. And thanks for listening, too, bro. Really appreciate that, too, man. Check us out. Thank you for checking us out, man. Yeah. Yeah, thank you, guys, man. Keep doing your thing, man. On top of that, like, I want to shout out to a few uh, Chicago comedians that I, like, really do admire and stuff. What is Lil Rail? Like, I don't know about y'all, but he, he's about to be, like, the biggest thing ever. Yeah. Like, he, probably, he might be bigger than Kevin Hart in, like, literally in a year. Wow. So, um, wow. Heard yeah, him here first. And, uh, there, there's a few others and stuff, I want to say, like, D-Ray. Yeah. Uh, shoot, man. Uh, well, R.I.P. Bernie Mac. Right. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, there's this one girl that I'm a huge fan of that's out in Chicago right now doing her thing. Um, her name starts Ness? with a J. I think it's Jacina. Oh, okay. Jacina Base? Base, I think. Okay, I want to say, say it's Jacina Base. Like, she's, I've been seeing her do her thing on Instagram and everything like that. I'm a huge fan of hers, like, in her work. Uh, and then you guys got Mr. T's daughter out there for stand up that's the weird thing that's funny what's her name what's her name ah <laughs> oh, man I can't I don't ever remember her name I just know that she's like always referred to herself as Mr. T's daughter <laughs> that's another girl like, I hope we're I wonder if we're talking about the same girl she goes by that too I just wonder I, I, know, I thought she was always making like a joke I didn't know I mean, maybe we were talking about the same girl but she says she's Mr. T's daughter too so <laughs> Yeah, Mr. T, I don't know. Mr. T might got a lot of stuff. I don't know. Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, she don't look nothing like Mr. T. I was like, I, you know, like, I'm thinking, like, when you see somebody that says I'm Mr. T's daughter, you see somebody 
with like kind of a mohawk and starter kit, uh, jewel set and stuff. And then you be like, yeah, like I can see he probably dressed you or something. But nah, like she she looks incredible. Like I mean, you guys have a lot of female comics out there that look incredible. Yeah, like, yeah. like I don't know how y'all can be sexy and tell dirty jokes like that. Yeah. <laughs> hey man. Uh, but yeah, nah. Chicago's a big. Chicago's a big scene. I, I can't wait to get out there sometime. I'm trying to get out there sometime this year. So you let me know, uh, brother. We'd love to have you as a guest, man. We'd love to have you as a guest. And when I come out to LA, you'll be one of the first. Well, when I come to California, you'll be one of the first people I call. And uh, I got family. I don't know, man. I don't, I don't want you to be. I don't want to be the first person you call. I don't want you to get in trouble by your wife because I will get you in trouble. Well, you know. <laughs> well, you know. Uh, this is business, brother. This is business. So uh, I, can, I can write. I can write that off. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta, I gotta get out All of jail right. free card as long as it's business. All right, <laughs> uh, yeah, just tell, yeah, Tyson made me do it. Just tell him that. <laughs> like I heard that always works. I heard yeah, that always works. yeah, we we got another guy I usually blame a lot of stuff on too. He's on the show too, so yeah, that's pretty good. Hey man, <laughs> hey, we we'll love, to, hey, I love to come on your show too, man. Uh, check it out too, Kaboom Magazine, man. I love to come on there too, man. If you guys that's have right, guests, definitely works on that. Yeah, definitely man. works on that. His name is Comic Tyson Paul. He just went inside the cave, man. Give everybody your uh, social media where they can find you, your YouTube, and all that good stuff. Uh, yeah, everything's uh, at Comic Tyson Paul, man. C O M I C T Y S O N P A U L. Everything's there, man. Uh, follow me, like, laugh at my stuff, and just continue to laugh at life because it's actually pretty funny. So. Very. Thank you for listening to Inside the Cave. Inside the Cave now brings you the official store to get all things Cave Crush and Inside the Cave at CaveCrushShop.com. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Cave Crush and like our Facebook page, Cave Crush Shop. Inside the Cave. Inside the Cave. Inside the Cave. Inside the Cave. 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 You're on the number one show, Inside the Cave. Three Lee Films.